0: Welcome to the Daily Advent Devotional with Not the Worst Pastors Podcast. Merry
1: Christmas! Welcome to Not the Worst Pastors Podcast, Daily Advent Devotional with Matt and James. Today's song of the day is, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, and the Clause of the Day is Ancient Splendors. That is a clause or a phrase, a couple of words taken from the fourth stanza in the particular version that I was looking at. Actually, that's from the Methodist hymnal. And I know it's not that yeah. way in other renditions of it. You'll bring that up in just a little bit. So ancient splendors. It took a little bit of work to try to figure out what are what are these ancient splendors. So I looked at the surrounding context, which is the right way to look at things, I think. And mm-hmm. I think that the ancient splendors are referring to prophecies. So you kind of look back and you go, ah, those words... Of God, so the prophets speak, this is the mm-hmm. word of the Lord. Uh, God says whatever, and then the next things that come out of that prophet's mouth are what God wants the prophet to say. And so, the ancient splendors are prophecies, and I'm looking at them as kind of being strewn about like, here are the prophecies, they're scattered, they're uh, they're for all these different people groups, and that's what I think the ancient splendors are. But I'm going to ask you, Matt. What does that other version have for ancient splendors or they don't even they don't go that route at all?
0: No, no, it's interesting. I mean, it's almost completely changed. It's uh, Johnny Mathis. And uh, it says here, when the new heavens and earth shall own the prince of peace, their king. So it doesn't even. Well, the line before it says one with the ever circling year shall come the time foretold. Okay. But then it's it's interesting. It's like he changed these two parts of this last uh stanza. Yep. It says, and then when the new heavens and earth shall own the prince of peace, right. their king so
1: he kept that rhyming word, so, the king. But yeah. So I think it's difficult to know sometimes what to do with these weird phrases in hymns that come from tradition or maybe from maybe deeper parts of scripture that we don't talk about very often. Mm-hmm. And to think about um, it's ancient splendors might be just, they w- it would miss a whole audience of people that are listening to this Yeah, from the secular realm, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, and it's interesting when it comes to
0: songs. I mean, I know the whole entire theme here is, is songs, you know, clauses within the songs, but I, it always makes me think, okay, if we have to go, and I completely agree with you, James, and I think that's what ancient splendors is talking about. But I'm like, if we have to stop and really like exegete this song, (laughs) like, is it really effective? And but when you say this, and this is part part, partly why I love what we're doing, because now I hope when someone reads this or sings a song and they go, what does ancient splendors fling mean? (laughs) Like, what does that? So I hope, oh, yes, it's all the prophecies that we see throughout the whole Old Testament and You know, and how much how powerful that is and how it shows God's love and that he he keeps his promises and how orderly our God is and all of that. But it's just a side note. It's just interesting to me. I'm like, we have to go that far out of the way to figure it out. So a
1: couple of things here. One is the word fling doesn't make God sound orderly. But the fling word, I think, is Mm. referring to the fact that it is everywhere. It's like, you know, it's out to the, the furthest reaches of the earth. And that's not referring to like yeah. a flippant sort of, oh, I'm just going to speak my word over here, speak my word over there, or, you know, move yeah. this way, move that way. So I think it's about the the all encompassingness of the prophecy. Yeah. And the other thing was, yeah. oh, uh, Michelle and I have been listening to another song, uh, J- Joshua something. Anyway, but the uh, the name of the song is Goliath. And its words are super mm. rich and deep. I think it's from like five years ago, and we were just yeah just we we're just dissecting that, yeah. that last night, and we really enjoyed like going line by line and trying to trying to figure out, okay, what does this one mean? How does this connect with scripture? Is it theologically sound? Is it historically sound on all those things, and maybe we just have lost touch with doing that with our with our hymns. We've stopped thinking about it. Yep. And it would be good for us to process them a little bit and put our mind mm-hmm. in, into it, not just our our heart or our feeling. Because oh, we like the sound of that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting you say that. There's, and I'll—I know he doesn't listen, but I'll make sure I say his name, Charlie Flack, who's the former uh, worship pastor at Sturgeon Bay Community Church. He was so good at that and I'm sure he's still good at that, but I would go in his office and he would have a commentary out. I said, what are you doing? He's like, oh, there's a new song out. I want to make sure it's it's biblically sound. And I mean, he would go word by word and I really nice. respect that because, you know, like you said, how often, oh, it's always about style. Oh, I love the style. I love this, you know? And it's like, no, it's the word. So again, it's important, I, like you said, for any song really to go through that. So, which is exactly what yeah. we're doing.
1: Cool. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for today. So everybody, thank you for joining us today for our daily Advent devotional. We'll see you back here tomorrow.